Welcome back to Forge. This is a special series of messages that were given at our men's retreat on January 26th through 28th. Here is part four featuring Victor Rao as the speaker. All right. Somebody tell me. I I think we're ready, Jared. We're going to just roll. All right. Somebody tell me, what is this symbol? (laughs) That's right. Greater than. Greater than. It means like (laughs) greater than. All right. A little bigger. Could be in some context better than. Um, but it is the mathematic symbol greater than six is greater than. Okay. All right. I said two. That's what I had written down. We're good. We got this. All right. All right. Now, now because I have extreme dyslexia, like still to this day, struggle, uh, reading, you guys don't know, man, I read scripture multiple times before I ever read it on stage because it's, I mean, the words get mixed up, all of that. But in school, one thing that dyslexics do is they, they, they like, like flip things, right? Like the letters B's and D's don't make sense, right? Uh, we get them mixed up all the time. So I struggled in school with the greater than and less than symbol. You know, I, I, I kept getting them mixed up. And, and so the teacher, to help me out, put teeth on the greater than sign, like that, and said, here's a way you can remember. The bigger one is the one you want to eat. So whatever is bigger is where the mouth is open. All right, does that make sense? Anybody wish you had known that in school, right? All right. (laughs) Okay. So for me, that was like a big deal, like eye opening. Okay. The greater than is the one that we want to, that we want to go after. It's the bigger, you know, if I was going to give you $10 or $2, which one would you want? Some of you like both. All right. Anyway, uh, all right. <laughs> so, so it is greater than. Now, in my world, I want to tell you just a few things that are greater than. All right. Just to get your minds working this way. One thing is a two by 12, it's important to know it's greater than a one by four. Uh, all right. There are, there are places a one by four is good, but if you're wanting strength, right? A two by 12 is what? It's greater than, all right? Another thing is a steak is always greater than iceberg lettuce. Uh, Come on. (laughs) I mean, just always, you know, like yesterday they had meat. Why in the world would you guys fill yourself up with a bun? I, I mean, they got offended because I didn't eat slaw. I didn't eat, I just ate, give me a plate of meat. That's all. I don't need all the other stuff, all right? All right, the next one. In my world, uh, a 51 Ford is greater than an 85 Ford. 
and for me, it's because I am right now working on uh, getting, you're going to see like Sanford and Son, because I am, I, am, I am getting my dad's 51 Ford pickup back on the road, all right? And I, I'm going to get to drive. Yeah, so, so in my world, now that's a chip foose for anybody that knows. That's like a big deal, right? I mean, that's literally a half million dollar truck right there, all right? But it is greater than an 85 Ford. If you have an 85 Ford, nothing wrong with it. The other's just better, I'm saying. All right, um, all right. So in my world also, because I love cars and I want to ride in one of these, a, a Bugatti Veyron is always greater than a Pinto, and I can say that confidently. I've never ridden in a Bugatti Veyron, but I've watched tons of videos of them running 230, 240 mile an hour in the rain. Let me do that. All right. All right. But I, my brother owned a Pinto when I was in school. I can tell you the Bugatti is better. Uh, all right, it's greater than, it is greater than, uh, all right, and the next one is this, Milwaukee is always greater than Dewald, all right, <laughs> all right, all right, I better quit or I'm going to get political, right, all right, I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I hope, I, I really do hope, that's kind of weird, I know, but I hope after this message, it'll get you thinking, and if you've never gotten a tattoo, some of you may need to get, somewhere that you can see it, a greater than symbol. And you're like, the preacher said, get a tattoo. Don't go tell your wife I said that, all right? All right? You may need to hang a greater than sticker in your car or truck. Because um, real men reject passivity, accept responsibility, Lead how? That's right. And the fourth one is expects the greater reward. Expects the greater reward. I, I was praying about this. And like, how do you do this? Expects a greater reward. It's such a vague kind of thing. And it hit me. I don't know why in all the years that we've been doing this, I've never thought about it quite like this. So I feel like it was definitely from the Lord that, that right, I, I hope you're, you, you may not be taking notes, but for, for there to be a greater than reward, there must be a less than greater reward. Right? I mean, that seems so simple. Real men expect the greater reward. But for there to be a greater reward, then there must be a less than greater. There's, there's greater than, and then there's less than. It, you know, it really, it really works that way. You know, to have an 85 Ford that runs good, it's good. It's okay. 
to have a 51 Ford that's really sweet is just greater than. It, it's just greater than. It's just worth, it's worth more. Uh, all right? It's worth more. Even to the critics that are like, no, I'd rather have that beater. It doesn't matter what you think is true. <laughs> you put both of them on the auction and tell me which one's greater. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, like there has to be a less than or greater than, you know? So many times, though, as men, and I've done this so many times in my life, still do it probably, if somebody offered you $2,000 cash today, right now, before you leave the building, or, 10, or 20, let's say 25000 10 years from now, if you're really struggling right now, all of us going to take the 2000 right? Because we're feeling the pressure of now. But in the back of our minds, we know 25, 10 years from now is how much? It's greater, right? It's a greater than reward. Here's the thing that we don't like about greater than rewards. You know, we expect the greater reward. The thing that we don't like is uh, this next one. The greater reward almost always comes later. Yes. <laughs> Come on, y'all. The greater reward almost always comes later. And let's face it, we're Americans. We want it now. Yes, yes, yes. We just want it now. I don't want to wait five minutes in the line at McDonald's. I want it now. I want it now. Come on, anybody. I just want it now. And I will settle for less than if I can have it now. Come on, right? I'll settle for the less than that I can have now over the greater than that I could have later. It happens over and over and over. And so often when you choose the less than now, <laughs> over the last 38 years of ministry, I wind up helping pick up the pieces of your decisions later. It just happens. It happens. Here's the thing. As we look at the life of Jesus, Jesus always chose the letter later greater than reward. Amen. Always. He always chose the later greater reward. Every, every time. I mean, you think about when he was 12 years old uh, and he went to the temple and his parents had left town going back home. And they start looking for him, and they find him in the temple. And, uh, and, and, and it's so interesting because Jesus could have said, you know what? It's easier just to hang out with all of my friends. I'm not going to go to the temple because I'm a young punk. They're not going to listen to me anyway. So I'm just going to do what everybody else does, and it'll be okay. All right? I'll just kind of go with the flow. But he chose the later, greater reward. 
And, and he went to the temple, and it's so interesting because his parents come and like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing here? And he's like, didn't you know I'd be about my father's business? Didn't you know this is where I would be? I mean, where do you think I would be? Playing video games with my buddies? Where do you think I would be? Thumbing through mindlessly on my phone? I mean, where, where else would I be? So I, I really want to challenge you guys, younger guys, students, that you can start right now creating a later, greater reward. Or you can get the little bitty less than reward of a few seconds on your phone, a video game, uh, hanging out with, with your buddies. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was saved at seven, at 15, gave my life to Jesus, like, for real. I mean, like, like surrendered to him. Um, and, and I was scared to do that because I had, um, I had heard so many missionary stories. You, you know, like, people talking about, I gave my life to Jesus, and I went to Africa in the jungles and was a missionary there, and, and they would do that. I was like, that's cool, but I don't want to go to the jungles. I, there's nothing about that that interests me at all, right? And, and uh, it wasn't until I said, okay, Lord, if you want me to go to the jungles, I'll go to the jungles, you know? And it was right after that, literally weeks after that, that, that I had the opportunity, I had a motorcycle, I was just, just turning 16, right? And, uh, and I had, had uh, somebody come and say, hey, would you like to travel the nation on your motorcycle and help out this evangelist? And I'm like, oh, so instead of, so instead of the spinach of of Africa, I, I got the banana split of a motorcycle, right? And, but, but I had to be willing to surrender that. I had to be willing to go, okay, that's, if that's what you want, that's, that's what I'll, that's what I'll do. Um, I, I have so often in my life chosen the less than greater reward. Anybody else? Are you guys sleepy? Are you warm? It's kind of muggy in here to me, but that's okay. If y'all get sleepy, huh? Okay. Y'all going to open that door a little bit if you want and let it, let it cool off a little bit. Uh, um, so in my journey, anybody else in here ever gone for the less than right now? A bunch of liars. Anybody else? Come on. All right. All right. We, we choose the less than over the greater than. Um, because we can have it right now. And I've done that over and over and over. But, but I, I will say this. There's been a couple of areas of my life that, that I, by the grace of God, as difficult as it was, chose the greater than over the less than. One of those areas that I had no idea what a big deal it was going to be, and I'm talking to some of you young guys right now, and all these older guys, they'll be saying yes and amen, all right? 
but in the area of sexuality. Um, my wife and I had a long engagement because we felt like God said these things need to be done before you get married. Uh, and she and I, well, she was a cute blonde with all the curves in all the right places. Right? Right? I wanted to have sex with her two weeks in. Come on. Everything within me went, yeah, baby. She is like, wow. You know? There were times that, that I literally, I, I'm just, I'm going to be real with you guys. I am ready to have sex with her. I know I'm going to marry her. And the clothes start coming off. And I'm going to tell you, four or five times, the clothes would start coming off. And we would look at each other and go, not yet. And there were times that we would look at each other and go, okay, we need to go be around people right now. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing. We'd show it somebody. One night, we drove out to board camp out in the woods to a friend of mine's house that I hadn't seen in years and walked up, knocked on the door, and, uh, and, and she answered the door. She had been my neighbor years ago. She answered the door and said, Victor, Susan, what are y'all doing here? Oh, we were just out driving around and, you know, we, <laughs> you know, but we knew, but we wanted God's blessing more than, let's just get real, five minutes of sex. Come on, come on guys, you know. I, I, I mean, you can tell me all you want to, but later you tell me how long that first time lasts. Come on, come on, all right? I, I mean, <laughs> all right? But, but when you put it in perspective, do I want God's blessing? She's going to be my wife. Do I want the greater reward later or the less than now? What do I want? And in that area for three years, we kept saying we want the greater. We want the greater. And I'm going to tell you guys, we've been married 36 years. <laughs> And there is, I would embarrass her if she was here. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. The greater than was worth waiting for. What he has blessed, even in our intimacy, is greater than. It's greater than. And it just keeps getting greater than. It just does. It was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. It was worth the doing it God's way. Be because it, it, let's, let's face it, I could, I could easily have 
just done it my way, and that's the way it goes. And anyway, just, yeah. When you think about Jesus, though, he was tempted, the scripture says, in every way like we, like we are. All right? In every way. And some of us don't want to take that every way to every way, but it was every way. I, I just, I don't know if it, you're like, well, we're men, we shouldn't. But, but here's the thing. If, if, and, and you may throw this back in my face, but you'll be wrong. I'm just telling you, you'll be wrong. Because if Jesus did not take every temptation to the cross and pay for it there, then he can't forgive you of it. I'm just telling you. He had to take it all. He had to take your lust. He had to take your homosexual tendencies. He had to take your identity. He had to take, do you realize the God of the universe was tempted with homosexuality? He had to be tempted with it. He had to be. But he said, nope. I want the greater than. I want the greater than. We don't want to talk about that, but it's true. It's true. Everything that we have, when he was tempted, I mean, let's just roll through it real quick. When he was tempted, he was, he was tempted. All right, next one. He was tempted with the physical flesh, right? If you're hungry, here, fill your appetite. Make some bread out of these rocks. Just take care of, it's your needs, you know? I'm not getting my needs satisfied. What I need physically, right now. I want it now. And Jesus was like, no, no, my life's more than just what my flesh wants. All right? And then the next one was, it was his need for popularity, for ego. You, you know? Hey, you're somebody. You're somebody. Even if you throw yourself off, God's not going to let you hit the ground. You're important. Feeding his ego. And he's like, no, no, not going to do that. All right. Then the next one, then the next one, it's power and position. Like, I'll put you in charge. Satan's like, I'll put you in charge. I'll give you all the kingdoms. Of, of the world. Now, you can argue with me if you want to, but I truly believe it was Satan's to give. It was Satan's to give. That's why Jesus didn't argue with him about you can give it. Yeah, you could have given it to him. You know, I, he could have given it to him. But he's like, no, I don't, I don't need the power and position. We're only in Satan's like, oh, just bow down a little bit. Just take a little bit of less than. Come on. Just take a little bit of less than. It's not going to be that big a deal. Just a little bit of worship to feed your power, to make you feel important, to make you feel loved. Just a little bit of less than, and you can have it all. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm looking for the what? Greater than. The greater than reward. It, it is so true. Every time Jesus responds, he responds with the later, greater reward. He responds with the, all through his life. 
he responds with, I want what's better later, not what's going to fill my, and give me a little less than right now, but it'll be okay. Matthew actually says this, so do not worry saying, oh, what am I going to eat, or what am I going to drink, or what am I going to wear? For the pagans, <laughs> unbelievers, run after these things, and, and your heavenly Father knows what you need all right, but what everybody say, seek, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he's going to let you have all the stuff that you need, all right, all those things that you, that you need, um, almost, yeah, <laughs> so often, Jesus would choose the greater than Later than, I, I, I mean, he, the scripture says he endured the cross for the reward set before him, for the prize set before him. Some people say, wait, can you really expect a greater reward? Yes. yes. Is it okay to expect a greater reward? Yes. yes. Scripture after scripture. Now, here's where we mess up. And we've, we've had this conversation recently our definition of reward in his may be different. Come on. Just because you give doesn't mean he's going to give you a Cadillac. All right? His definition of reward is often different than ours. It really is. Um, but but he, he always chose the later greater. I mean, he wanted, let's face it, in the garden... We talked about that this week, that in the garden, um, he wanted right now. Come on. He wanted the less than right now. Father, if there's any way, let this cup pass from me. I don't want what's coming later. I don't want that. But uh, let your will be done. I don't want what my flesh, what my body, what my mind, everything in me wants to feel good now. Come on. To, to have a now. But, but I'll do it for later if that's what you want, Dad. I'll, I'll do it for later. I'll do it for the greater reward I mean, that was what he did. So often, we, we take the less than reward of the attention of the girl that we work with, the girl at the gym, over the greater reward of I can invest in my wife because I know she's going through stuff even though I'm getting nothing at home right now. Yeah. Everything in me wants to take the less than. Everything in me. My needs. My desire. I want the less than. But God's like, I promise. If you'll invest. You'll get the greater than. It just, just invest. Just keep Loving, keep pursuing. You know, we, 
we can, we can uh, sacrifice our needs, our wants, our desires for now while she's struggling. I, I'm telling you, I've been there. <laughs> and we can swallow the pride because she's struggling. And you will reap the greater than. If you just hang in there. I mean, it may not be easy. I get it. I, I do. Um, we can take the less than reward of a few moments of porn. We can, we can take a few, like, instant, you know, climaxes or whatever you want to say. We can have those few moments of release and, whoa, that was great. Or, or we can, we can go for the later, greater. Because what we don't understand is those, and, and so many guys in the room, you do get this, but, but those few moments, time after time after time of getting a little bit now, a little bit of satisfaction now, a little bit now, Settling for the less than totally jacks up the view of real women. And it will steal the beauty. Number one reason for dysfunctional American males is pornography. You can perform better with a picture than you can in real life. Just, I'm just shooting straight, all right? It's just true. It's true. But I also want to say, if you're in the room, <laughs> trust me, from a guy that trashed his mind when he was a kid, God restores. God restores. He rebuilds. He does. We can settle for the less than, you know? We can settle for the less than, just sit on my butt, scroll through the phone, had a hard day at work. I deserve a little me time. And I'm going to get a few minutes of reward of just vegging, of just binge watching. I'm going to get a little bit of reward there. Or I can get off my butt and go serve her. Go serve the kids. Go do some dishes. Clean up some stuff. But she's been there all day. It should be clean. I'm telling you, if you will learn to serve your family, the greater reward is coming. Amen. I, I, one of the hardest decisions I've ever made in my life. We had a Christian rock band that did well in that season seven cds double word nominations doing concerts all over the place and we had just finished a major awards thing in in uh, nashville we were on the tour bus coming out of nashville and i'm sitting on the couch coming back to mina and i felt god's voice say victor it's time to go home because your kids are growing up without you. Your girls need you. 
Everything within me was like, but God, this is so good. I love this. And he's like, no, your kids need you. Your girls need you. I had no idea choosing the greater later. Do you realize, had, had I not chose the greater later, my, I am convinced I would not have three daughters that, they're not perfect, trust me. Their husbands are in the room, they'll tell you it's true. All right, <laughs> they're not perfect, you know. Um, they're not perfect. But had I not chose the greater later and sacrificed my wants, my desires, what I enjoy, what I wanted, I would not have three daughters that love Jesus, love the church, serve their families, serve those, tirelessly love those people around them. I wouldn't have that. Do you realize that had I not made that choice for what I want, what I desire, and said, okay, Lord, I'm going to go back working on cars so that I can make a living and walk away from all of this popularity, the fame, whatever it was. And do you realize that had I not done that, the crossing wouldn't exist. Forge wouldn't exist. And I was sitting there last night watching what the Holy Spirit was doing. And I'm crying going, this is the greater reward. This is the greater reward. Watching my girls love those grandbabies, that's the greater reward. It's the greater reward. Was it easy? No. Is it worth it? Yeah. yeah. I cannot imagine not having this. We have no idea what those little decisions are going to create. How God's going to use us saying, you know what? I'm going to choose the later, greater reward. Amen. What's greater? A few minutes of affection, a few minutes of me time. I just want to say this, and we're gonna. I'm gonna start wrapping this thing up. But but I think we have this in God's economy. If you plant good seeds, you are guaranteed a good harvest. If you just well, the problem is we just don't know how long it's going to take. That's right. Amen. We are guaranteed a good harvest. You will reap the reward. That's right. You will. It's absolute. He always, 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 always. He always does. Um, yeah, I don't have time to share that. Um, <laughs> I just want to say stick with it. Stick with it. Um, I, I will say this kind of shortened version. Uh, when I was a when I was a kid, we were on a float trip, 
And we get out, we were on the Washtenaw River, we get out at this farm, and I didn't know whose farm it was. We get out, and, and I'm thinking, wow, there must be a millionaire live here, because this was like manicured, it was beautiful, nice house, big property on the Washtenaw River. And uh, I, I asked my dad, because I didn't know, I still didn't know even after we left. We did a bonfire and cooked and all that, and we left, and I was like, whose place was that? And uh, Chris Tedder will know this, this guy, some of you might, but my dad was like, that's Wilbur White's place. Now, Wilbur White was a guy about my size if he wasn't smaller. I don't know. He's a little guy. And, uh, and he had an old beat up log truck and an old tractor that he skidded logs with. And every day, I mean, I thought a millionaire lived there, you know, of course that was my, you know. 13, 14 year old perspective, you know. Uh, I'm sure it was just a plain ranch style brick house on a beautiful piece of property, you know. But at the time, I'm like, whoa. And, uh, and, and, but Wilbur White was one of those guys that every day he was going to get one load. It was just by himself, he was going to get one load. He's going to cut one load and haul it, you know. Some days he'd get one load and haul it and get another one partially done, you know. The weather was good, if it was rainy, if it was bad, it didn't matter. One day, one day, one load, one day, one load, one day, one load, one day, one load, 45 years, one day, one load, same old truck, 50, 60 model, you know, did you know Wilbur? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But it was one load one day, one load one day, consistent day after day after day after day. And over a lifetime, the greater reward. A little bit, little deposits, little deposits in my wife, little deposits serving my kids, little deposits just stick with it. Even when it's hard, just stick with it. Go to work, come home, great, another day. But no, little deposits, little deposits, faithful deposits, and God has promised the reward. Amen. Just day after day after day. You know, we have worked, my wife and I have worked with couples for about 35 years. And I'm going to tell you about 98%, this is statistics, about 98% of marriages that have longevity, that if they stick with each other long enough, it gets really good. Now, there's 2%. They were arguing and fighting the day they got married, and 50 years later, they're still arguing and fighting. Uh, all right? That's literally 2%. 98%, the longer they stuck with it, Matter of fact, it's interesting in all of our research and working with married couples and stuff. I don't do counseling. Don't come to me for counseling because if you got marriage problems, here's the problem. You're selfish and you're not talking. So save yourself time and just know that's what I'm going to tell you. All right. So, but, but, but what I've, what I've learned is that at three years, there's normally a crisis in marriage. This is like statistically. At three years, there's a, there's a crisis in marriage. You know, oh, what did I do to marry the right one? You know, uh, if you're married, it's the right one. Just love her and make it work, all right? So anyway, and then, and then um, at seven years, statistically, there's another crisis 
in marriage. Uh, at 12 to 15 years, uh, almost every marriage goes through the, do I really want to do this the rest of my life? I mean, that, come on, guys that have been there a while, am I telling the truth? Yeah, I, I mean, that's just statistics. Do I really, at 12 to 15 years, you go, uh, is this really? But those that make it past that, start, it starts getting really where you're like, okay, this, and, and you know what? It, it makes no difference who you're married to. Like Brother Billy used to say, the problem is everywhere you go, there you are. You know, it's the truth. Um, and, and so, so it, you see this, that all of, so many of those, when they stick with it, after they, when they look back on their life and go, man, I'm so glad I didn't give up. Because here's the thing, when you give up and you start over, you're still going to have a crisis at three years, at seven years, at 15 years. It's just a different face. Come on. You're going to go through the same cycle. You might as well just endure till the end. Just say, Jesus, I'm going to learn to love her because I know I'm not easy to love either. Come on. It's just true. It really, really, really is. All right. Um, (laughs) I got so much I got to get done. Um, I, I, I will say this, after all of these years of sticking with it through those seasons, I, Susan and I are now experiencing like the greater reward in ministry, the greater reward as friends. She's my best friend in the whole world. I, I, I mean, we literally, genuinely, like, like early on, I looked because the house was crazy and kids were crazy and it was work and all of that. I looked, come on guys, don't tell me you don't do that. I looked for reasons that I needed to go work late. I did. I looked for reasons because, man, that's just chaos. I don't need that. You know, so baby, I got to work late. You know what I found now? The greater reward is I'll be working on something and the list is long that needs to be done. And I'll be like, dang, I just want to go hang out with her. I just want to go hang out with her. She's still pretty. She still smells better than me. You know? I mean, she, I, I just want to hang out with her. You know? It's worth looking for the later, greater reward. It really is. A scripture, and then we're going to do a little exercise together. All right, a scripture, Galatians. It says this, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will, what? We will. Everybody say will. That's a promise from God. We will. We will but then there's that little word. And I, and I love it. Do you realize there's 1,650 times in the scripture this little word if is used? If. And here's the thing. <laughs> it, it literally means on condition that. That's what, on condition that. <laughs> we jack up so many scriptures. Like God will never put more on me than I can handle. That's a lie. 
That's not what the scripture says. That's what we've made it say. But that's God will put more on you than you can handle. He will. He will. Just to prove you can't do it by yourself. He will. You know? 1,650 times he says, if. So, I want to bless you. Read the Old Testament over and over and over. I want to bless you if. I want to give you this if. <laughs> I'm going to make your path straight if you'll just. You, over and over and over. And here he says, don't get tired. Don't stop doing what's right. Don't stop being a man. You know, because I promise you will reap if, what is it? Everybody read that last part. If you don't, give up. Look at somebody and say, if you don't give up. If you don't give up, you will get the greater than. If you don't give up, you'll get the the greater than. Look at somebody and say, if you don't give up, you'll get the greater than. Just don't give up. Thanks again for checking out this special Forge series. For more encouraging content, check out our regular sermon podcast right here every Sunday.